0: at J. Tom Lollerink at Merrimack College in North Andover. Sunday afternoon hockey, Arizona State and Merrimack and the score after two is Merrimack nine, Arizona State nothing. I'm Mike Macnick with John Leahy and this second intermission is brought to you by the Merrimack Graduate School where at Merrimack you can earn your master's degree in just one year. Merrimack offers graduate programs in business, science and engineering and education and social policy. Log on to merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details, Mike McMahon joins us here in the second intermission from themacreport.com, Hockey News, the Eagle Tribune, as well. And Mike, uh, this uh, the, you know, at this point, the no, nine and nothing after two. I, you know, I, I mean, I think a lot of folks expected, especially with Arizona State playing their third game in three days, that it would be a, you know a tough going for them, and that Merrimack had a pretty good chance. Even you know, Arizona State great, uh, coach Greg Powers mentioned as such before the game that uh, everything. Was in Merrimack's paper here. Uh, I didn't expect nine nothing though. I'll say uh, you know at this point they've certainly taken advantage of this.
1: Yeah, no, me neither. You know I, I expect them to win this game. And they just they, it was set up for them to win this game today. And I know it wasn't originally supposed to be like this. It sounded like they were originally trying to do something with UNH to bring Arizona State out here for two games. Uh, it didn't work out from UNH's perspective, and, and it was actually uh, Power's idea. It said hey, you know what? We'll play three. We're coming out to play Lowell. We'll do it then. Uh, uh, Mark Jenny even joked uh, on the coaches show on Tuesdays that it's not something I would do, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, you know, they needed games. They needed games so that these would count. Uh, the, all the opponents that they already had wanted to make sure these were going to count in their RPI, and you need so many games to do that. So they needed games, and, and you know, for Merrimack, it really couldn't come at a better time when you're struggling to win in the way that they have, 10 in a row, uh, and not scoring goals. You know, I, I understand the, everything was in their favor today, and, and it's, it's gone out of hand, certainly. and 9 0 at the end of 2, but uh, it really comes at a good time, I think. This it, is going to be good, no matter who they're playing, to build some confidence, I think, moving forward.
0: Yeah, Derek any leading Scores, leading all scores with a goal and three assists for four points, he's on the fourth line. Chris Mblank also on that line with two goals tonight. So seeing an awful lot of that line in every situation, including power play. And uh, I mean, like like we're saying off the air, it's I mean it's a tough situation when you're the team that's uh, that's up by that much. You you want guys to continue working hard and doing the things you have to do. Uh, you know, and then like I said, you know they're doing what they can do. They 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 took uh, Dilly out after the first period. They've got the fourth line playing in many situations as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, you can't take your foot off the gas. I mean, you're, you're like you said, you're a team that's lost ten games in a row here and, and have had trouble scoring goals. I don't see how you can say, okay, let's stop playing the third or let, let's let up a little bit. I think you got to keep going. There's things you can do to, uh, you know, to lessen it a little bit. Like I said, we didn't see Brian Christie or Brett see any out there on the power play. Uh, I, I don't think we will, and, and you should really. And, that, and those are the things you can do. Uh, like I said, you change your goaltenders. Who knows? They could change your goaltenders again and go with either. Uh, I, I think Joe Pantalone just today, not Craig Pantano. So you could go, you could go with Joe. Pantone Alone there in the third period and play all three goalies. I mean, there's things you can do, but at the same time, uh, you know, you're struggling on your own you're on your own right, and it's hard to, to tell your guys, let's you know, let let up here when you've been on them for the better part of a month now. to say you got We got to get through this. We got to fight through this, and now all of a sudden, just because you're up to, to call them off, I think is, is not something really you can do. So,
0: yeah, Merrimack had not won since middle of December before Christmas. Arizona State hasn't won since November, and, and one of the common threads I see with both teams is that they haven't been able to get to three both clubs have been held under three goals a game during that entire stretch the entire losing streak that they've been on and uh you got to be able to score three goals to win games in hockey.
1: Yeah, I and mean, that seems to be the magic number. And I know a lot of you, you can see it in other numbers, too. You look at their shooting percentage. Merrimack's as a team, back at the beginning of the year when they were 6-1-4 and or whatever it was, their team shooting percentage was 11 or 12 percent. It was pretty good. That, as a team, has dipped to 7, a little 7.5 or whatever it is now, which means really over the stretch they've been shooting like 5 percent, which means goaltenders have had about a 9.50 save percentage against this team over the stretch. And if you think about that, you know, goaltenders... Center over the course of the season is a nine fifty save percentage. You set right? records. You're talking about a Hobie Baker candidate. Right. Uh, you know, that that's that's how poorly they've shot. I mean, this is clearly gonna to help today. You've got nine goals on twenty nine shots through two periods. Your, your shooting percentage is gonna go up a little bit. It's gonna help their power play percentage too. But uh, you know, yeah, three's that magic number and you not know, only that, Nurmax also gonna scored on first a lot too. Uh, get on the road, especially and against some of these good teams. I mean, Northeastern didn't look like a good team maybe a month and a half ago, but you look at the way they play now and, and it's a different story. So they've been getting behind and I think it's it's been tough for them to climb out of some of those holes.
0: I think Friday night against BU was the 14th straight game that they trailed after two. So this yeah, so this breaks that string too. Uh you know, g- they've given up the first goal in most of that stretch. Uh they've trailed after two. When you fall behind, it's tough to win games certainly. But let's look ahead now. UConn comes to town next Saturday. It's a one game weekend. That looks you know, certainly to be a big two points on the line for both teams as yeah, Merrimack's been in the situation where they've fallen now to 11th place in the league as Maine and UNH picked up some points over the weekend, moved ahead of them. It's going to be a battle there. I mean, if you're going to get home ice in the first round, you got to beat four teams out. And if you're going to do that, you probably have to beat out UConn and you probably have to beat out Maine, who you're also going to face up at their rink in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's, they are in 11th. You look at, there's not a lot of, Room to separate there, though. I mean, a lot of those teams are still bunched up, and uh, you know, I think if you can if you can beat UConn at home, which you tied them on the road when, without your best player. You know, Brett senior didn't play in that game; he was hurt. So, yeah, and they had to come back in the
0: third period too to tie. They actually took the lead before ending up tied.
1: Yep. Uh, so, I mean, that's a big game for sure. You know, I think against BC, if you get anything out of that BC weekend, it's a bonus, really. Uh, and then I think if you can, but if they can beat UConn at home and then split with Maine up on the road, which I think you can do. I mean, Maine, they won two this weekend, but it's still a team that's been struggling a little bit. Uh, or, or, and then you got Vermont, who's playing a little better. We got two of those games here. If you can split with Vermont, I mean, six more points might be all, all that needs, all they need to get home ice in the first round, which is crazy as that sounds, given the streak that they've been on. I think it speaks more to the fact that the, the league outside of that top five is is really it's a down year outside of that top five. Yeah. We'll see. I think with seven league games left, I think to get home ice, they need to go
0: at least 500. I think they got to get at least seven points out of the final 14 available. But, but we'll see. Before I let you go, I want to you know call talking news as well. Uh, you work for them. Actually, we both do. And, and uh, you know, follow, following the national picture of things, Arizona State. Now, we heard from Greg Powers before the game, next 60 to 90 days, that sounds like they'll make a decision with regard to where they're going to play. I believe he meant with regard to the rink, uh, but potentially also what conference they're going to move into. We know that they'll be an independent next year, but they are looking to get into a league. It's so tough when, you, when you're when you looking, they're trying to get games in February especially. That's why this is their last Division One game. They can't play. Nobody will play them in February because everybody's so focused on the league schedule. They've got to get into a league. So, here's the big question. Where do they end up? What league do they end up? It's got to be one of the three leagues out west, although he joked with us and said they were joining Hockey East, which <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't mind making the trip out there every couple of years, but um, you know, it's got to be Big Ten, NCHC,
1: or WCHA. What do you think ends up happening? Yeah, I think it's the NCHC. That seems to be the one that makes the most sense to me. Uh, the WCHA, I, I would put as a number two, I don't see the Big Ten wanting to add a hockey-only school. No. I, we were talking about it before the game. They haven't done it with football. I can't imagine why they would do it with hockey. So I think it's going to be the NCHC. The WCHA. Uh, talking to some people, it sounds like you know a lot of people believe it's the NCHC. Uh, not, not anybody within the program is really talking about it. These that i talk talked to, but a lot of people on the outside, you know, people within other conferences that would have an idea, uh, they all seem to think that it might be the NCHC, and then then we'll see what happens there because that's going to put them at nine. So, yeah. do they decide to stay at nine? Do they try to get a tenth team? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some talk about what what could happen if Notre Dame is, is attractive. Notre Dame was on the bubble with them the first time, so it could have a it could have a ripple effect throughout college hockey. But uh, you know. I think I think uh, the NCHC is what makes the most sense to me, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be tough for anybody to take them without taking somebody else. So exactly, then, you, yeah. then you start. Talk, that's when when everybody talks about they, they think that realignment in college hockey is not over. I think that that's where you can see it happen. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, 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 whatever league ends up accepting Arizona State could potentially have another team join them from another yeah. league, and then you're talking about another league that has an odd number of teams, and then things could, could spring ball from there. It'll be pretty interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what I see happening, too. Yeah.
0: Alright, thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate it. You have the Coaches Show this week on, on Tuesday, the MacReport.com. Folks can tune in to check that out on VIP as well. Covering tonight's game for the MacReport.com, college hockey news, the Eagle Tribune. Anything else I'm missing? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Alright, thanks a lot, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike. Alright, that's Mike McMahon from from the MacReport.com. We're back with more right after this. Our score. After two is Merrimack Nine, Arizona State. Nothing. This is Warrior Hockey.